Welcome everyone, I'm Heather Welch from EDX Education and today we've got a quick conversation with Nikki, mum of two, teacher, entrepreneur and parenting influencer. Nikki started Nikki and the Littlies on Instagram and founded Too Much Too Cute, which is a small business, which is going from strength to strength. Today we're chatting with Nikki about teaching, small business, school readiness, home learning and tips for parents and where to next. Welcome Nikki, thank you so much for joining EDX today. We're so happy to have you here. Now, listen, can you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them about your journey to becoming a teacher, a parenting influencer, and an entrepreneur with an online shop? Hi there. So I'm Nikki, and I'm mum to Cassie and Rio, who have recently turned four and two. I'm also a teacher. I'm secondary maths, and I'm also a small business owner, and I make hair accessories for little ones. So my journey to becoming a teacher gosh it was a while now so I studied maths at university and I just fell into it really I volunteered at schools during my time at university and there were a few of us that decided to go on to the teacher training course and here I am 12 years later still a teacher there's definitely long and tough days in teaching but the job is really rewarding and I do enjoy it what about being a parenting influencer and a small shop owner Oh, I get that question a lot and I don't really class myself as an influencer. Um, obviously, we post on Instagram and I never, ever anticipated how big the page would get over the years. And I'm just really, really grateful for the opportunities that have come about from Instagram. We're able to work with some amazing companies and brands. And, you know, I do try and stay true to myself and I only share brands that I truly believe in and um, that are beneficial for my children. So I'm really um, into things that I help them educationally or things that I've found useful during the first few years of motherhood. And I really love helping them grow as well. In terms of too much cute, it's something that I'm really proud of. So it's probably my first baby, actually. Um, <laughs> I started making hair accessories just um, before Cassie was born and whilst I was on maternity leave I really wanted to work on it and it's gone from strength to strength. We exhibit at baby shows and we ship worldwide now so it's definitely something I want to continue to do and it's something that I'm really passionate about as well. Nikki, do you design it and make it yourself or do you now have a little team that's helping you? Um, I have my mum, obviously she's my biggest supporter as well and we work together now. As as the years have gone on, the business has got bigger and we we both work on it together. She's full time on Too Much Cute and she helps me out a lot. We do hand make all the hair accessories and we make clothing as well. And then during lockdown, we decided to give masks a go because I knew that they were, you know, obviously we need to wear them on a daily basis and it's been incredible the feedback's been amazing and yeah just really really proud of what we've achieved Nikki are you wearing I saw the masks actually and they look nice are they they look like they're breathable because you know some of them are quite a heavy material 
and they're harder to breathe, especially when you wear glasses as well. So they look very, they look light that they cover a nice area and they're beautiful colorings as well. I had a look. I had Thank a look. you so much. Thank you. Yeah, it was one of the things that I really wanted to work on because I wear glasses myself. So it was quite frustrating wearing a mask where when you went outside and did suddenly your glasses would steam up <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to see. I wasn't be able to. Couldn't breathe properly. So obviously, I did trial quite a lot of fabrics, and then. The fabric that I actually bought was the muslin fabric and it was for the baby show. I was going to make some hair accessories with it. And then I just thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. You know, they're obviously really soft and babies use them. So I'm going to try and make a mask with it. And it was the best decision that I've made because the feedback from everybody has been amazing from people who say that they um have asthma and they struggle breathing and this is the mask that's for them and they find it very comfortable so you know it just makes makes it worthwhile really oh it's lovely especially when you're an entrepreneur and you're doing it to your own baby as you said it's your first baby it's one of your first babies yeah, definitely. Do you, now when you teach do you have to wear a mask around the school at the moment as a math secondary math teacher mm, we don't wear masks in lessons so we say to students if they feel um more comfortable wearing a mask in a lesson then they are more than welcome to do so um but it, around school we do say we do encourage them to wear it especially now that the figures are going up and we don't really know what's going to happen and we're just trying to keep the environment as safe as possible so going around school in the yard or in the dining hall we do say can you please put your masks on yeah that's fair and that's actually very good for the teachers as well nikki one of the hottest topics at the moment and i know even with my own children is school readiness and you know as a teacher and a mum how have you found the first month back at school not only for your children but for teaching as well yeah i think initially it was definitely quite daunting so as a parent with cassie going to reception and obviously it's her first experience of school life i was concerned about how she would get on and then as a teacher i've started in a brand new school in a different city so i was quite anxious too but children are really resilient and they adapt so quickly to changes people are talking about the new normal and students have settled in nicely and generally great with following the following the rules of wearing a mask and not sharing equipment or going into other people's classrooms and it's so nice to hear students saying that they actually miss school and seeing their friends every single day and we're now five weeks in and i feel like it's flown by that's so nice. And you've had, so you've had a big move. Your children have started a new school. You've started a new school and you're doing the business as well. You've been a bit of a super mum over the last few months. By the sound. Oh, I don't feel like a super mum, but I'm <laughs> trying my best. Do you, do you feel like an exhausted mum? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I suppose it's sort of similar to the question we've just asked, but many parents and teachers are concerned about returning to the education environment. And this is so for the last month, you know, um, how's, has your return been with the schools? Have you felt safe? 
Yeah, do you know what? Schools are doing everything that they possibly can. So all educational settings are given continuous guidance on how to make it as safe as possible. And Cassie's nursery back in the summer were absolutely fantastic. Um, and I was so glad that she got to go back to see her teachers and enjoy her graduation party. And obviously it's going to be Rio's turn to start nursery after Christmas and he's going to go to the same nursery and I'm really excited for him. That's really nice to know that they're going to share teachers or they're going to have had shared teachers and he's going to a setting yeah. to make it easier. Look, as a teacher, what was the hardest part of coming back after six months of, you know, well, I mean, your children are younger, so it's not exactly, it's, it wouldn't be virtual homeschooling, it's sort of learning or setting out activities, but were you also doing um virtual learning to your students okay so change is always difficult it was hard to begin with at the beginning of lockdown and trying to entertain cassie and rio who were three and one at the time so that was definitely a challenge but they soon adapted we all got into the swing of things and then when it came to september i was more excited more than anything else to be starting at a new school and i think the hardest part probably we was leaving on the first day because Cassie's four now and she is a little bit more aware of what's going on. She understands what about the virus a little bit more. She was watching the news and she was really worried about me going to work and she actually said she didn't want me to go because she didn't want me to get sick. Mm. So that broke my heart a little bit, but obviously she's at school I'm in a new job and I love I do really love my job as well and it makes me appreciate the weekends a lot more and being able to go to the farm or family bike rides at weekends is amazing for me. Oh it's so lovely to hear I have to ask did the kids make it into any of your online videos? when you were doing your oh no definitely not I made sure that I did it well away from them because it would be utter carnage so yeah definitely not oh Nikki I must say my oldest son had a lot of the pre-recorded videos and in one of them you could see the little boys in the background and you could just see the teachers just like I've had enough okay and they were there <laughs> making faces at the end so obviously she then had to look at it then she noticed it and she was doing her story and then they didn't pre they didn't re um, re record. It was so funny. You could see them, I can't lines, putting post it notes behind them. It was actually, but it, you know what? To be fair, it did make it really an amusing lesson, and the boys all tuned in pretty quickly. Um, yeah, but is it, and you know what? This is life, isn't it? This is what happens. Oh, I know. I've had a few Zoom meetings with my little one come in and he's just been right on my lap and it's, you know, you haven't been able to have an option and everyone's taken it really well. We also interviewed someone recently and he was saying that he was on to a really big head honcho and his little, his son came in the background doing um, what you'd call the nudie dance. <laughs> so he had to, you know, come off really quickly, but he said, lucky it's actually a good friend as well. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Brilliant. Look at Nikki, there are so many hurdles for parents and children when getting ready for school. Can you tell us some common hurdles that you've discussed within your teacher community? Yeah, I think um, lockdown, obviously we've talked about lockdown a lot. Lockdown has been a different experience for everyone. For some, it was great for families 
to have that extra time together but there were also a lot of families that struggled for one reason or another and some parents have been quite reluctant to send their students their children back to school and are really anxious about the ongoing situation they might have been in the shielding category perhaps and I just think communication is key so speak to the school if you have any worries I know they will do their best to try and answer your questions or put something in place to try and help your child to reintegrate back into school life so it's really nice to see that in a time like this people always do pull together to help each other out I would definitely say just ask I wouldn't want anyone to feel like they're alone or have no one to speak to really oh that's really lovely to hear I know that you know friends of ours have all had say for example they've got four kids two kids have been sent home but the other two are still at school so it's all a bit you know it's like, it can be very confusing for parents as well with yeah. them with I know you know the flow chart says they've got a runny nose they've got a small cough but that it's not continuous they've got this you know you want to go through all the symptoms because we are going into like a fluey season or let's face it with little kids it's snotty noses at this time of the year um my children it's an ongoing thing if one person gets it then the other one will get it and then it passes back and it's just through the winter season as well it's always the worst isn't it I know so let's hope we get through the winter season with not too much let's hope indeed but listen if we're looking at home learning again in the future which fingers crossed we manage to keep the schools open do you have any tips for parents struggling to keep your littleies like your littleies oh gosh that's a good question I think well we went into lockdown with a three-year-old and a one-year-old and I'm not gonna lie it was it was tough anyone with little toddlers will tell you the same thing as well but I think um getting into a good routine is probably what I would recommend and the keyword is routine so we generally try to keep it the same each day we would do we didn't always do joe wicks in the morning but we would do something fun like running around the living room letting them just you know release some of their energy and then we would get sit down and let cassie do a bit of handwriting practice and ria would do a bit of drawing we did a lot of baking as well so i think we did more baking in lockdown than i've ever done <laughs> so yeah that was a fun time but Home learning is a new thing for many families and I know it's a challenge for a lot of people and parents put a lot of pressure on themselves to do things that they think other parents might be doing but I actually think keeping it simple is key and if it doesn't go to plan there is absolutely nothing wrong with putting a movie on Um, we've done that plenty of times and now that obviously home learning has become a thing we you know there's plenty of websites where there are free resources and there's something for everyone we know that learning is different for each child so if a game involving adding is more engaging than a website then i'd definitely say go go along with it i try and keep learning as fun as possible as i want cassie and rio to really enjoy learning they're so little now but i do understand the importance of it and as a mum I'm learning every day as well so as long as I guess as long as my babies are happy then that's what really matters yeah that's one of the most important things that's come out of it is the mental health the children and mindfulness and making sure that they're happy and content in their environment and you're, you know you're lucky that you have the expertise behind you as well as an early years teacher you make things fun but baking's great for maths I mean, all of that. Yeah, true. 
Right. Well, I'm not. Do you know what? I am not an expert. So I'm I'm secondary trained, and having a three year old, well, three year old and a one year old at the time, it was new to me. I didn't really know what I could do with them. It's not, you know, it, it is new. Parenting every day is different, and you just don't know what's going to happen. But I guess that's part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah, the the rule book doesn't come with them, and if even if it did, it's a different for each child anyway. So it's not going to work. Exactly. <laughs> Look, what are the top lessons you learned as a teacher with schools closing that you could share with parents and mums, parents and caregivers and teachers? I guess for me, I know I used to worry about the finer details of things I would do at work or at home. And 2020 really hasn't turned out the way that we expected. (laughs) I don't really think I've got a top lesson as such, but... I'd probably just say, do you know what? Go with the flow a little bit more. Don't worry about everything because you really can't control everything. And for parents out there, you know, you're all doing a great job. I know sometimes you know you're doing a good job, but you just need to hear those words, don't you? Absolutely. Especially when you're tired and exhausted and no one's sleeping in the house or the the jumping beds. (laughs) Like every day. Yeah. (laughs) I hate to say it. It's very true, isn't it? Um, um, Nikki looking if anyone wants to get in touch or even they want to look at your um, online shop can you let our listeners know how to get in touch and if they want any advice on teaching or maths or anything like that and see fun ideas you know how would they get in touch with you of course I'm really active on Instagram well actually I haven't posted as much recently as I usually do but we've just been so busy with the house move and just trying to settle into a new new life in a new city but I am over on Instagram and it's Nikki and the Littles I'm always available for a chat I love a good chat and my business page is linked to that page and it's called too much cute UK Fantastic. Nikki, thank you so much. You are definitely a super mum. Two littlies under the age of four. New job. You were home homeschooling and you were teaching as well. So my hat goes off to you. Renovations, new city. Honestly, you are doing an amazing job. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. And we look oh. forward to hearing about your adventure and seeing not only the renovations, but also seeing the business grow. It's so lovely and so creative yeah thank you so much for having me I definitely don't feel like I'm a super mum I feel like all mums just wing it all parents just wing it so yeah thank you very much for having me it's been a pleasure thank you Nikki there are so many relevant topics right now and EDX education would love to hear from you so please get in touch and subscribe to our podcast education tips from the experts with EDX education which is available on Spotify Apple Podcast, Podbean, TuneIn and so many more channels. My name is Heather Welch from EDX Education. Let's all stay safe.